back into the great Scott show. That's what Giants fans are screaming this morning. No, not welcome back into the great Scott show. They're screaming sabotage. Lose to their arch enemy two to one in a uh, very memorable game that sent the Dodgers to the National League Championship Series. Here to talk to us about it, Brad Topham, host of Top's Take, color analyst for Louisiana Raging Cajun Baseball. And Top, um, man, I know how much of a baseball guy you are from start to finish in terms of enjoyment level, 10 being the highest, 1 being the, the, the lowest. What was your enjoyment level of that game last night? Oh, it, it's a 10, Scott, because first, my favorite thing happened in the game, the answer. Um, the Dodgers score, and I don't know, you just – even the experts, it seems like you just keep writing off a 107-win team Giants team because the Dodgers are so good and they should win the World Series. And they score in the top of the sixth off the San Francisco stud. You haven't touched them. And you're like, all right, well, that's over now. And then you come back right away with some cat that was sitting in uh, Japan for three years, and he hits a bomb in rough. You know, it's tied up. So no, it was a it was a great series, and Mookie Betts is showing above every player in Major League Baseball that's gotten the three hundred million dollars. He's showing why he's worth the three hundred million dollars because he is shredding the playoffs, and he's he's a difference maker right now. A lot was made about not just the last strike and out of the game, and it wasn't a it wasn't a great call, but but. A lot of folks felt like sort of the last three to four innings, the strike zone was all over the place. What are your thoughts on the umpiring in last night's contest? Scott, the umpiring overall, and now this, it's benefited the, my team, the Braves, and I've watched it. Overall, when everybody got sick of the Atlanta Braves because of Maddox and Glavin, because they would get about four inches off a home plate, the umpires have been giving – they, they have not called movement at all. It is like we're going to make sure there's no walks in these games. The umpires have had a big strike zone. And they, for me, they have done a very bad job of handling movement, like back onside sliders that try and catch the arm side of the plate, you know, just fastballs that run back. They, they have just done a poor job. Um, the strike zone has been like back in the 90s. It's been very big. And it's, I'm sorry, the check swings. That was an awful call. And, I, and look, you don't get to interview the umpires. They asked you after the game, he'd tell you he blew it. It was clear as day, he blew it. And, but they've been calling a lot of check swing strikes. I mean, more, more times than not, if it's a check swing, they call it a strike. And that's just been something consistent through every bit of the playoffs. So it's not just that game. It showed his head in the Astros' white box game. There was some strike zones that are ridiculous. And give the hitters credit. Now the Hills have lost their, lost their mind yet, but it's coming. ESPN 1420.com. So y- you say enjoyment level 10. I mean, you're able to sort of just accept the umpiring. or I mean, I, easier for you to accept because you're not a Giants fan. I get it. But do you feel like Giants fans have a have a right to be upset today? Or do you feel like, look, you kind of knew you kind of knew going in this is what it was likely going to be like? Oh, no. You feel like you got screwed. Um it's a one-run game. You're facing a power arm in a park where you can leave in a second. Every out matters. If 
if this was a you know a team that got lucky to make the playoffs, great. But these guys were a 107 win team, right. and you just took right. their last out from them. Yeah, and it, it, I think it's fair. I think it's fair. They're mad, um, but you know, it, it just it happens. It, it happens. It sucks. It's a bad call, um, but you know, not much you can do. ESPN fourteen twenty and dot com. So, Dodgers. Braves, Red Sox, Astros. Um, let's dig in, man. Boston and Houston, they start tonight. Valdez, Sale going at it. Um, and then the Dodgers and Braves will get at it. All right. Um, how do you feel about these two matchups, and, and what do you think the World Series is going to look like? Well, let's start nationally because it's simpler. Home run-centric and starting pitching. That's what you're going to see. If you're looking for... Uh, runs, go to the other league. The Braves played a three-game set, lost all three, uh, by two, by one, and by one, and it's almost all home runs. It is. And, Scott, the difference is in this series, you're going to see starting pitching go out and give you six, one, maybe two runs. They're not going to have anybody game one. The Braves are going to have Freed. They'll have Ian Anderson game two and Morton game three. They'll back up Scherzer to game two, Bueller. Now, I would say Urias, but they, the way they played him last night is infuriating. Um, why, why is that? Why, 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 why is that infuriating? Because they're, I, I'm going to tell you, because number one, you brought Max Scherzer out to pitch in a situation. Fine. I, I get it. It's Max Scherzer. You brought Max Scherzer out to pitch that ninth. They made a decision because San Francisco subs left versus right. They wanted to screw with their lineup. So they brought in a. Their, seven, their six and seventh inning guys were brought into pitch to start the game. Then they were going to go to the Urias. Urias is the only 20-game winner in Major League Baseball. And he's fresh and ready to go. Instead of starting him, you're talking about a guy with an ERA below three and a 20-3 and three record. No, we're going to do the bullpen because this is the analytics. And then you, they only give Urias four because the way the game went, you need to pinch hit for him. So they bring Trinan in in the seventh. There's your eighth inning guy. You bring your closer in, your closer in, in the eighth. Scott, when they got to the ninth, their bullpen was gone because they didn't start Urias. If that game goes extra, you got Max Scherzer pitching on two days rest, but they fastball pitcher. These guys hit home runs. They were about an inning away from losing this game because they had to stretch out Max Scherzer or go to their fifth or sixth bullpen arm. I think, and look, you saw it in the coach's face. He was not happy. And I'm sorry, there is a human element to the game and what people deserve. And Urias deserved to start that game. If you saw his face throughout the game, that didn't look like the same guy I saw last year when he shut down the Braves at the end of game seven. That did not look like the same guy in his face. And I think that was just, I just the analytics get in the way. It worked. If they go one more inning, they're in trouble. I, I just they, the analytics just sometimes just wear me out. But it worked. But it worked. You want okay? Well, okay. You want me to? You want to stay on process? You want to stay on results? I mean, I'm it worked. It worked. I mean, it, it they. It, it, yeah, it worked. You have to win in that situation, and they won. I mean, yeah, they did in that one situation. They won. And throwing the I once Scott once in my life. When we were an absolutely loaded team at Turlings, we were facing an undefeated team in the playoffs, and we benched our starting catchers, started every game, 
because his arm wasn't as strong for the backup. We played the backup. And you know what? We drilled that team. And afterwards, we looked at each other and go, you know what? That was a mistake. You should have rolled with the guy that got you here that wasn't fair to put him on the bench when he didn't do anything to deserve it. And that's what I said. And I, like I said, I did it once. And I'm telling you, the manager did not want to do it. That was an analytics thing. That was not a manager choice. A baseball guy wants to pitch him. I know everybody, oh, you got to put the team first. You're right. But when it comes time for a contract, you ain't going to put the team first anymore because the team's already showed. And, again, 25-year-old guy with all this experience, and you only got four innings out of him, you stretched your bullpen to the max. It worked. If Scherz, if uh, Bellinger don't get, get hot, you're in extra innings, now you got a guy who just pitched on, who's pitching on two days rest who's a fastball guy, and he's in trouble. I just, yeah. I'm stuck on process. I'm not stuck on results. ESPN 1420.com. Great stuff. Brad Topham, our guest, host of Top's Take, 2 o'clock, Major League Baseball playoffs. Um, big moment last night. Glad we could air that one here on ESPN 1420. We'll be airing some more games uh, in uh, the championship series, but uh, Houston, Boston, you talked about that. You talk Braves, Dodgers. I know, I know your rooting interest. Obviously, you're a Braves fan, but in the American League, uh, there are a lot of Astros fans around here. There's some Red Sox fans too. You know, the Red Sox a national brand. Brand. Do you have any kind of rooting interest in that one? Yeah, I'm actually pulling for the Astros. I'm sick. Of, I'm sick of the excuses. They deserve all the crap they get. They will always deserve it because they cheated. But the Astros aren't cheating. The Astros are just playing well. But I'm going to tell you, Scott, there's, my pick is Dodgers-Astros, which is awesome because I want somebody to light up Joe Kelly because I feel like Joe Kelly's just a punk. Even if he was on my team, I, he's one of those guys I still think is a punk and wouldn't like him. But here's the thing. You had two things happen yesterday that I thought were just bad. Once, Lance McCullers had to have an MRI. He is your horse. He is your number one. And as they were talking about the MRI, they haven't got the results back yet. One of the comments is, you know, he just signed his extension, which starts next year. We have to be cognizant of that. What? Meaning you got to win yeah, the World Series, that, bro. I mean, come yeah, on. Well, we got our number one. We got well, he already missed all of 2019 or 20, whichever it was with the UCL. He pitched in the playoffs in 18 with a torn UCL that had to be repaired. And they're going to worry about their guy's future because he's their horse. He's their young guy. There's a chance McCullers may not be on the roster today. And if he's not on the roster today, he can't be put back on. Yep. Unless there's an injury to somebody else. So that hurts. So you have to trust Larry and hope for Framber. The other thing was Correa gives an interview yesterday. Your stud shortstop literally says, I don't think the team can afford me. They offered me a contract in spring training. They didn't come back to me after I refused his contract. And now, this is his words, now after I'm the number one player at my position in baseball because his war, uh, only Otani and another and a, another pitcher were ahead of him. So he had the highest war of a position-only position player in baseball, and I'm tearing it up in the playoffs. I don't think they can afford me. Why are you giving that interview the day before the ALCS? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's I'm like, oh, my God. But the talents there, look, they're arrogant. This team is made for the playoffs, and I mean arrogant in a good way. All that you have – Professional hitters that are older and Brantley and your your Yuli, you have a Hall of Fame second baseman, you have Correa who again he is on a mission. He wants his three hundred million. That guy looks at himself just like shortstop over in San Diego. He wants his three hundred. He's gonna play like it. You get Bregman back going. I mean seriously, 
on Kyle Tucker is one of the best young players in baseball that nobody really gets credit to because he's lost in this roster. I think you have a deep offensive lineup, and Scott, don't turn these games off. If it's nine to two in the fourth inning, don't turn it off because Boston can get hot and swing it. Their defense isn't good on the left side. They're not a defensive team, but he can swing it. Now, they're going to start sailing game one. Sale was not very good last time, but Evaldi was. He, he'll be the game two starter. So, for me, yeah, I'm saying it's going to be Red Sox. I mean, I'm sorry, it's going to be Astros and Dodgers. But the two series are going to be drastically different. And if you look at what Boston did, I mean, my gosh, Boston, they, they, can, they can swing it. They're getting hot against swinging the bat, and I'm telling you, they're going to be good. Brad Topham, our guest, ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com, and the ESPN 1420 at Brad Topham from the Jambalaya Shop. Uh, you know, there's going to be a, a cool front tonight that folks are talking about that, you know, it's going to be nice high school football weather. Uh, I know with some cool fronts, uh, business, um, the gumbo orders anyway, pick up quite a bit. So uh, I know, know a lot of people are going to be eating gumbo tonight and watching high school football. Oh, yeah. Well, it's South Louisiana. We, we all run to the fall fashion, and then it's the first time the weather breaks 70, right? I mean, that, that's South Louisiana. We're looking for an excuse for, to eat, drink, and have fun, and those definitely all fit the category. All right. Well, sit tight, Brad, if you don't mind. I want to keep you on, talk to you a little high school football just for a few minutes. You good for a minute? Yep. All right. Don't go anywhere, guys. We will be right back. It's ESPN 1420. Plenty of high school football. You had a couple of games last night as well. We'll give you the scores on those and some big ones on the schedule tonight. James Butler coming up later for NFL pick segment. It's a great Scott show. Stay tuned. Scott Show, James Butler coming up in about uh, 10, 12 minutes for the NFL Picks segment. Joining us now, though, still with us, my friend Brad Topham, host of Top's Take. We talked about a Major League Baseball. I want to briefly hit on high school football. We'll be updating the scores tonight for you, as we always do, over at ESPN1420.com and the ESPN1420 app. LCA beat Notre Dame last night 27 to 10. Opelousas beat Livonia 52 to 6. Gaydon 49 to 26. A lot of games on the docket tonight, including one over on our sibling station, News Talk 96.5 KPL Turlings at STM. Brad, you know a thing about Turlings and STM, uh, having spent some time at both. What is, you know, uh, many, many, many years ago when I was in high school, it wasn't like this. Um, in terms of district and stuff, it's it's not like these teams. I guess the emotion when they played wasn't maybe what it is now. They didn't have as long a history. They didn't play as often. It, Turlings at STM for both sides. When they're looking at their schedule each season, how big is this one on the schedule? Well, it's big for both now. We, when you were in school, the difference was it was it they. Pretty much it felt like big brother, little brother, but that was also because of the size of the school. Mm -hmm. 
You know, Tullings was a smaller school. STM was a larger school. But that, that has since changed. Um, the craziest game ever was there. I was there with Cole Kelly played. That was the year we played in the semifinals and, and really handled them because they handled us in a regular season. That's always dangerous in the playoffs. But it, it's so interesting. With I, I've known Dane since he was younger, so I'm really happy for Dane Chaponche. But they're doing it in a different way. SEM hasn't changed. It's an air raid offense. But Turlings is more of a ground and pound, tough defense. And, you know, Dane got, is trained by his daddy, but Turlings is having a really good year. And you got it's going to be a great game. It just really stinks that Walker Howard's not playing, you know. It really does. Um, it it kind of it takes a little something away. I mean, it's still Turlings STM. It it's does. still a big game. I think I think for those at both schools, it doesn't. I think for those on the outside, they're just kind of you know that like to peek through the window of each game and you know follow the scoreboard and watch what Seth and Lewis and those guys do on Friday nights for for Friday night football that 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 changes it i think for the two schools individually it's just as big right but i think for those that are just kind of following high school football on the outside that that takes a little something away um over on classic rock 1051 do iberia hosting acadiana the Reckon rams um you know Brad we've seen them have seasons before where they they drop some games here or there. They drop some close ones early this season. And then, you know, come playoff time, I don't know if it's just the style of football, the veer, the physicality, being conditioned for the postseason. But, like, regardless of what they do every year, I'm always just expecting Acadiana to be in the mix, you know, come December. Uh, what are your thoughts on this matchup and just the Rams as a whole this year? Look, I'm not saying they are the greatest ever. But I am saying the Acadiana Reckon Rams are Tom Brady. Bet against them. Go ahead. Until they, until it's over, I'm not betting against them. Matt McCullough has picked up right where they left off. And I talked about this in baseball uh, with Freddie Freeman with the Dodgers organization. The Reckon Rams as an organization know how to win and expect to win. And they're never down too much. And they're going to do what they do, and they're great at it. Look, I, I lost two games. They're going to destroy New Iberia. You know, they're averaging 50 points a game in their, last, in their wins, and they put up 66 last week with a veer offense. That's hard to do. No, they're, they're, um, you got one of the best teams in the state every year, and no one wants to play them. And Matt McCullough's doing a great job, so I, I don't think this game's going to be close, to be, uh, be fair. You got Cecilia in Bro in uh, at Boshan. That one's here. ESPN 1420. Mike Bernard's got it. Ascension Episcopal hosting Southern Lab. Bobby Nova, they've got the call. Eric Mouton over on Talk Radio 960. A lot of games, though. North side of Karen Crow, Sam Houston at Southside. Barb at Lafayette High. Como at Sulphur. Brobridge at Peabody. Um, a lot of other ones I haven't even brought up yet. Um, there's, there's, there's plenty of great football. It's hard to believe it's already week eight, but... Is there any other game on the schedule? Vermillion Catholic hosting Highland Baptist, Abbeville hosting Crowley. Are there any other games on it? North Vermillion Rain on tonight's schedule. One before we let you run, Brad, that you'd like to highlight, or one that has your interest peaked. Well, it's the it's the Ascension um, Southern Lab game. The last time they played was 2006 state championship, and Ascension stepping out of class, out of the comp district to go play them. I think that's that's going to be a really interesting game. And a name you just don't know because it's Ascension. You had not gotten that far yet. Uh, their quarterback, Kate Dardar. I mean, you got a kid who hasn't thrown a pick all year and he's thrown 1,500 yards. 
Now, Southern Lab tends to have the athletes that can mm-hmm. handle on mm-hmm. the back end that maybe other small schools can't. So for me, that's going to be that will be a really fun game to watch. And again, last time these two guys played, they were in the dome. So it'll be really interesting to see how that game plays out and to see where Ascension is as far as with hopes of uh, moving forward down the road. Great stuff. Brad Topham, catch him today at 2 o'clock. Go see him and the people over at the Jambalaya shop. Want to get some delicious hey, Jambalaya tell James, tell James Butler, I follow him on Twitter, so don't call me out on the radio when you get him on. All right. I'll, I'll you know, I mean, it's, it's hard to tell with James. He's so up and down with his emotions, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let him know here in a minute. Well, yeah, tell him to keep me on the good side of those emotions. I won't feel <laughs> the upside. Leave me alone. Thank you, Brad. <laughs> Great stuff, Brad Topham. You heard him reference James Butler. He's coming up next. NFL pick segment.